Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tamika, and I'm here with my very best friend in the whole wide world. You guys already know, Sex Coach Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. You just your fantastic face today? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. She's fantastic, y'all. We like it when Mary's okay, fantastic. fantastic. You are. You're always a beacon when of When I'm with you, I'm fantastic. Aw, see. And I don't have to pay her to say that, y'all. <laughs> she really <laughs> told me to say that. <laughs> and we also have Miss S.T. Rappaport. Hello, S.T. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much Hi. for having me. We are excited to have you. Guys, ST is a relationship photographer. Do y'all know what that is? Because I didn't until I met her and it is fascinating. So tell us a little bit about yourself. She's also a whole lot of other things, but right now, tell us about yourself and tell us what a relationship photographer does. How does that work? Yeah, so you probably never heard it because I made that term up, so it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) But what it is in simple words or in long words, I should say, is pictures of couples in their ultimate state of love and connection and how they want to be. And what I do is, and afterwards, help them find their favorite picture of how they want the relationship to always look like hang it up on the wall like a vision board so they could always remember it and train their subconscious mind where they're going what they want and help them get that great relationship that they're looking for wow i I think that's fascinating now do people usually come to you in all different stages of the relationships you know the the first married or a couple that's been you know, together for 25 years and like the spark is lost. Do you just get a variety of different people in their relationships? Yes. So it is a mix, but I would say there's a bigger chunk of people who not just married, but probably like three or four years, like when things start getting more out of the honeymoon phase and like real life (laughs) hits, you know? Uh, And, but they don't have that many years of like things on top of each other and so much problems to solve. Um, Obviously there is what was, but nothing like crazy. Then that's usually the biggest chunk of people. It could be their second or third marriage that happens sometimes, Mm -hmm. but within that relationship, it's usually around the third or fourth year. Again, I find it fascinating. And guys, ST is also a creative journal expressive arts coach. And she is the founder of Genius Relationships. And she is the host of her own podcast called Life Picks Relationships. So you guys also have to check her out as well. So your creative journaling and expressive arts coach, do you use that in combination with the relationship photography? Or is it two separate things? Or So it could be separate. And I mix them. Like, really, there's the relationship photography that I was doing before, and I wanted Mm -hmm. to do more with the couples I was helping with. Like, it's great to have a vision board, but what happens when you get stuck into a problem? Mm -hmm. So then there's, I was looking for something else, and I came across this um, CJA. So Mm -hmm. 
sometimes people come just photo shoots so I meet them once or twice and that's it their photo shoots over sometimes I work with them for like 12 weeks and we do this creative journal together with their photo shoots so their photos are completely different at a much deeper level oh I like that I'm like noticing now in the background of you Mary that stunning picture of that tiger yeah. Yes. Is it a cat? What is that? It is a tiger. It's a, yeah. well, it's a, it's a lioness. Well, it's supposed to be a lioness. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> so yeah, cause it, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a lioness. That's a lioness. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's your inner spirit. That's I like it. <laughs> that <laughs> roar I'm coming I'm out. <laughs> yeah, she's a Leo. So, you know. Mm, everybody thinks she's the sweet one of the two of us, and I just let them think that. I am. <laughs> I am the sweet one. What are you? <laughs> Don't believe it, ST. Uh, uh, uh. Mm -mm. I'm going to have to decide it. for myself, okay? <laughs> you guys are put to test now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mary is. Mary's very sweet. And until you kind of cross that line a little bit. Like it takes a lot for her to make the lion come out. So I will say she's very sweet. Yeah. She's much nicer than I am. It doesn't That's take what I'm much saying. We all have the lion in us. The question is how much we let it out and if we use it at the right time. And That's I let true. it out a lot. I never use it at the right time. <laughs> so, but I want to hear more about the, the, the journaling with the mm -hmm. art. So is it more writing or you have them draw, I guess, to um, like a, a different way of journaling? So it's the method is called creative journal first before the expressive arts part. Um, I always used to think it was art. Like I went before I went to get trained in this, I always used to think it was like much more artsy and a lot of fun until I went to get trained. And on the first day, Lucia, a Capicuni, the one who like made this up, she was like, yeah, like I said, it starts with creative journal. It's based on journaling. I was like, um, okay, fine. But it's really once you understand how it works and what happens and it's fascinating and you want to journal more than the art, but we use them all mixed in together, the art together with the journaling. We journal about the art that we're doing a lot. So it's writing and drawing. Mm -hmm. Drawing art isn't only drawing, drawing art is also like clay and collages, like all the ones behind me, you see? Oh. Yeah. Oh. So you like mm -hmm. tap into quite a few things then. Mm -hmm. Drama, music, everything with the creative brain, because that's what we want to access, the creative brain, because that's where the emotions are. So when mm -hmm. you're in that part of the brain, then you get directly to their emotions and you could understand yourself better. You know, I would mm -hmm. imagine that's very therapeutic. Because um, I remember when I was younger, um, you know, before I had kids, I used to do a lot of writing. I don't know how to draw. I could barely draw a stick figure. Um, but I was always into like, you know, taking pictures. Um, and, you know, when I had pottery, pottery <laughs> in uh, high school, I enjoyed that a lot too. And I always wanted to be a little more creative, but felt like, I don't know, like maybe it wasn't me or maybe I wasn't, you know, like good enough. So I've kind of just, you know, let that go. But um, I remember when I was younger and I was writing, it was very, like, it was soothing for me. 
it was very relaxing and I was able to tap into like a lot of these emotions Oops. but it was very emotional though like I almost felt a little suicidal kind of sort of um so and I miss that sometimes I do and it's hard to, to get that out yeah, that's oh. why when we we use a lot the non-dominant hand. So for all of those who think that they're not artists, when you're doing with your non-dominant hand, it's not meant to come out pretty. So it doesn't make a difference what it is. Like literally, you could forget about trying to be an artist. And when you're journaling, you're journaling without thinking. Literally, you're writing the questions with your dominant hand and you're thinking logically and you're just writing with your non-dominant hand and just letting whatever comes out so it's not as hard to just put it all on paper so now you do this with a couple yeah so can you give me um like an example like what would you have them i guess they do it together like i want to understand this a little more works. so let's like take a step <laughs> back and like explain how it works so you could like understand a little bit what i'm saying mm -hmm. okay you know there's like two hemispheres of the brain right hemisphere and the left hemisphere now each side of the brain is in charge of the opposite side of the body okay so the right my brain right would be in charge of the left yeah your left hand oh. your left foot everything on your left side of your body and your right brain's everything inside of your, and everything in charge of everything on your left side okay okay now besides for that the left brain is also in charge of all the logic stuff like math reading writing anything they have to think yeah like in today's world it's so much of what we do and the right brain is all the creative stuff art music drama and emotion so like i was saying before when you're in that side of the brain then you get direct access to your emotions so when you use your non-dominant hand you get direct access to your emotions Mm. Oh, because mm. then it would go on the right side. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. So with that background, now what, a lot of what we do is journal-wise is we don't want to use only the right side of the brain. We want to use both, right? The mm -hmm. whole brain together. So what we do is we ask the questions thinking logically with mm -hmm. your dominant hand. So that's accessing your left brain. And you're answering without thinking with your non-dominant hand and just letting your emotions and subconscious mind answer for you, okay? So if let's say you have a problem or you're trying to figure something out or you wanna journal about anything, a good day or your plans for the future or whatever it is, you're gonna have a conversation between your two hands, which is really a conversation between your two brains, asking the questions with your dominant hand and answering with your non-dominant hand. Mm. So mm. anything you wanna know, like, how do you feel? Why are you feeling this way? What's stopping me from doing this? If I want to cheat, whatever it is, ask the question with your dominant hand and answer with your non-dominant. So now to answer your question, when I work with couples, usually what they do is they'll journal separately about the same thing and then they'll get their answers and have it clear in front of them and we'll be able to speak about it knowing what they're talking about not just like a whole mush of stuff but sometimes we do it also together or just one of them will do it depends what's going on mm -hmm. wow see you know when you were talking i was thinking about you know i'm right-handed and i am very kind of logical i do think 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 all the time my daughter 
and my youngest son are both left-handed and they are very creative you know they oh, Yes, big dog. She's left-handed. Julie is left-handed. And it, it's it's funny. So when you're explaining it, I'm like, well, I guess that would make, make sense because they are very creative. They're not as, I don't want to say logical, but logical. They do everything. It's, it's how they feel. It's how their emotions run everything. It runs everything. Oh my God. Huh? So that, like that, just learning that part right there was like, oh my God, well, that does, that does explain a lot when I look at the kids and, you know, how those two are kind of the same and how the oldest one is right-handed and he's totally different. But wow. Yeah. So even if you love being logical, you could still use the advantages of being, of the emotions by not being lefty the whole time not that it's bad to be lefty don't i don't want to take it away anyone who's lefty they do great stuff the creative people many times are the ones that invent things or come up with new ideas because they're not thinking so logically and this works just the same and their non-dominant hand is their right hand because they're also creating new neuron connections but for someone who's a righty and who likes being logical like me I'm, i think very logically and i like it um then but once I know how to use this in my life, when I want my emotions to run and I want to understand what's going on, I could use this for my benefit and figure things out. Mm. Which is awesome. that. That, you have to, you know, I had have an issue with my right arm now. So I have tendonitis and I can only move it up to a certain point. So with some of the things you know, my daughter laughs at me because, you know, I try to write now with my left hand and it's very frustrating as you would imagine because that's not what you're used to. But I was thinking about something and I'm just, you know, I'm listening to her and I'm doodling and she's like, huh, that's a great idea. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, you know, this is what we, this is what I'm talking about. And I'm looking and I said, I don't even, I don't know where that came from. And she goes, because you used your left hand, you know, and I'm laughing at her. But, you know, I have to tell her, you know what? I just interviewed SD and you're right. There's scientific proof behind this. <laughs> so, yes, I right with my left hand. <laughs> And I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so frustrating. You have to have so much patience, especially in the beginning until you get used to it. But it doesn't make a difference. You're not trying to make it look nice or pretty or you're not showing it to anyone. So as long as you get what your answers and you figure out what you want to do, then all's good. <laughs> or come up with new ideas like test. that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to send this to the test. Um, because, you know, someone I, I had, you know, someone gave me an answer to a question that I had yesterday as well um, with regards to, you know, getting like the answer. Um, and it had to do with, I guess, just giving yourself space, you know, time. And I never, you know, I, I say that I do, but I really don't. Um, and I remember I would have all my creative ideas when I was in a, a previous a job that I had. And I was by myself, except with, you know, I was a dog walker. Uh, I had my own business for 15 years and 
I did that day in and day out. And I remember I was talking and I'm like, oh my God, I had this great idea. And she would, she would be at work. So I would leave her all these voice messages and all these ideas I had while I was out there walking because I was by myself. I was just in my own thoughts. But then when I would get home and try to implement it or think about what I thought about earlier, I had no idea. I, you know, and I would sit there like, okay, I'm in my office by myself. But I guess it's because I knew like, okay, you got to make dinner, you got to do this, get to here. And, and the, the background noise, I couldn't focus. And I, I always said to her, I guess I just need to be in nature. But it wasn't so much the nature. It was more that I just needed the space and the time for myself. Right. So, so nature now, was a great way to give that to you. So now you're saying like, you know, you use your left side to you know, um, stimulate the right brain for the creativity. So now I'm going to try and use the left side of my body to see what I can stimulate up there. So totally, yeah, like the um, like Lucia worked like in Disney and stuff like that. Whenever they would have creative block, trying to come up with new things, literally, should make them go and like write with their non-dominant hand because it. That's what it does. It accesses that part, the creative brain, and all those things that you want to do. Now, does it matter what you're doing with the left side of your body? Like, does it have to be writing or drawing? Could it be just you're just using it a little more than you would your dominant hand? Yes, yeah, so you're for sure. Yeah, so when you're using your non-dominant hand, doing anything like eating, where brushing your teeth, and you're using that muscle you're using those creating new neuron connections okay. is more correct to say of in that side of the brain and for sure opens up the creativity there more but if you're sitting down right now you came into your office and you're trying to figure out something by writing with your non-dominant hands you'll get the answer much faster instead of just using that creative brain so throughout mm. the day you might want to do that but when it comes actually to it drawing a picture or writing will give you your answer Mm, wow. Okay. What what made you get into this? Because I, I again it's fascinating if I hadn't said it about ten times because that's how like, oh my goodness. What made you decide to to do it? Did it just kind of morph or you know, did you see a need for for this because I think that this probably can help so many different, you know, couples, not just relationships like, you know, man and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, but I would imagine even mother, daughter, father, son, like any type of, of relationship, this can be like very great for, I would imagine. Yeah. I'll tell you more than that. It's not only relationships, it's every person, trauma from the past, planning for the future, physical pain, emotional pain. As long as you direct it in the right way, you could get literally any answer you want. Um, so to answer your question, like I said, I was doing photography and they're already making vision boards and really getting far places, but it's limited. It doesn't answer, it doesn't, you, you have that beautiful picture you know you want it and then you get into a fight what are you doing now so I really wanted to do something else to help them so it's just like looking my, I didn't want to go back to school I didn't have patience for that at all so I was like just looking keeping my eyes open what else I could do and then it came to me like that there was this lady who needed a place to stay for the weekend and she stayed in my 
house and she does this creative journal expressive arts she's a coach mm-hmm. and she was telling me about it and I actually like heard a bit about it years ago but I wasn't like really didn't think much of it I was like a little kid then and I was like okay this sounds way too cool just like you're fascinated now I was like I, I was going crazy. It's like, so I'm writing with my non-dominant hand and I get the answer that I'm looking for. Like there's a, a goal I want to accomplish, but I don't know how I could figure it out like this. It was like way too cool for me. So I was like, okay, but before I go, this is like, sounds crazy. I'm not just like going to go and get trained in something that I don't know if it really works is I'm first going to go for some sessions by myself, by her and see if I like it, see if it's proves anything and then we'll go get trained and that's what I did she lived two hours away I was like no zoom I'm going to drive two hours each direction just because I need to do this right (laughs) yeah exactly from the first session that I was there I was just like amazed at what was happening and what was like things that were coming up and how I was figuring out things from the past and literally like after a few times I was like okay this is like, I'm stopping by you. I'm just going to the top. I'm getting trained and I'm going to do this so I could do it with other people. I was so fascinated by it. Oh, I like that. Wow. You were so dedicated. She was. That's why I was like, driving. <laughs> she was. That's how you know it's worth like it. like on a mission. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and I like the driving. You know that I like driving far places exactly for what you said before. It gives you that time and space. Like you can't do anything else. Sorry, you could listen to music or to other podcasts, one of my favorite things to do, but you really can't do anything else. And it gives you that space in your mind to just like go and think. So yeah, I didn't mind the driving. (laughs) (laughs) So do you still do photography? Because you said it twice when I did photography. So you don't do the photography anymore? or you do do. I still do photography. Sit with it. Just like, so by here, think we make a lot of collages like for the future of how you want to plan your life and things like that and then we journal about them and what I do is they journal with their pictures yeah so they have their picture and like okay so now I want this explicit feeling of how it feels like how do I get to it what happens when I get into the challenge how can I go and deal with it okay And also you said, I just want to go back, you said that this isn't only for, you know, couples, like if you have a trauma or something that needs to be healed, this is a good way to do that as well. Now, do you work with people just one-on-one on that, on that aspect as well, or do you just primarily work with the couples? So I personally work mainly just with couples. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes like things will come up in couples and I'll work a few sessions with just a specific person. And also I'm not a licensed therapist or psychologist or something. And I don't want to like, I'm not being responsible for something that happens in the past. Like if someone's been sexually abused before, like they need to get real help. And there are many people licensed therapists who do do this that I prefer to mm. refer them to someone who will actually really be able to help them like on a much deeper level so mm-hmm. put them in contact right. we're friends all together and mm-hmm. get the help that they need yeah That's i agree great. i agree with that um I, I was taught that where where i um you know did my training um that if there was some sort of like deep trauma to never try and think that we're unless you have you know uh, a degree in in uh, psychology or you know um 
that sexual type of trauma um, or anything that's like deep rooted. Never try and think like, oh, I'm 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 just gonna help them because mm -hmm. you might actually be doing more damage. So mm -hmm. that's that's mm -hmm. good that you you know you recognize that that you don't try and think like, okay, you know, let me let me think I, I'll I'll help you and then God forbid something happens, you know, that's good that you recognize that okay, you need to get you know professional help when it comes to something something like that because some people won't they'll try to just you know let me do it just for the money and i hate to say it but there are people out there and they don't realize how dangerous that is yeah because you're you know you're tapping into their their mind and the things that they've gone through and you got to be specially trained and educated and in that in that department yeah, literally. I've seen too many therapists mess up other people, even licensed, trained yeah. psychologists right. who are meant to know what they're doing and then mm -hmm. they don't. So I'm like, I'm not here to ruin anyone else's life. There's enough pain in this world. We don't need yeah. more of it, you know? Yeah. Right? So all good vibes and things right. like that. <laughs> you know, I, what you do, I love. And for couples, it just seems like it it is so different. It doesn't seem like it would be something that would, you know, get boring. And it seems like it's very interactive and which is very different than, you know, kind of going into a different type of help where, you know, you're just sitting there and you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, this is very hands-on. And I think that what you do will give them tools that will, will help them you know, as a couple, and will help them, I would imagine, individually, you know, as well. Because, you know, I always say to my husband, I can, I'm only the best for you because I am the best for me. And I love me, nobody else loves me more than I love me, except probably my daughter. And, you know, and I love him. It's like, you know, it's the truth, Mary. And, <laughs> and but if I wasn't complete and whole, then for myself, I could never be, I can never help him. You know, I can never be complete and whole for him. So reading up on what you do, I just said, oh my goodness, this is just wonderful. So the couples that I know who may need, you know, some, some sort of help, I can always say, go to ST, she'll help you. And for everybody who lives in New Jersey, she's in New Jersey, so you know jersey rules oh yeah <laughs> so it's oh my goodness it's it's great it's great so with your your coaching is it you do three months six months is it basically case by case is every is it different case by case or do you have actual you know different programs that people can choose from so majority of time it's 12 weeks mm. Well, we think um, if like we see, we need to add afterwards a few more. But like, I'm a really big believer in not going. Like, obviously, you have things like I said, trauma from the past, and things that you have to deal through. Like, I'm not talking about that. But mm -hmm. once you have the tools and you know what you're doing, you could go and do this. I'm not here to go and like pull you all the way through and get you to do that. No, like you give them tons of work to do at home, and like mm -hmm. it's fun. It's a lot of thing, but it gets you after it's student life. You have your tools and you could do it every day. Every time you have a challenge, you're not going to go and call me up, you know, please don't take care of yourself, you know? So when you have the tools and to deal with it, then you could go and do it. 
That's right, because, you know, she wants you to be self-sufficient, you know, as what you're supposed to be, you know. Great coaches know that, that it's not to have you for years. It's for you to get the tools and you practice mm -hmm. and you go. Yeah, I'm uh, not saying to, like, I'm old to learning and go and go learn from, like, more people and other people and no. learn different things, you know. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Thank you so much. You know, I can talk to you about this all day long, but then I'll get emails saying, why is this so long? And I just try to learn how to respect people's times. So <laughs> I do, I do. So, but I want to thank you so much for, for being here, for talking about this, because I know if I never heard about it, I mean, it's a lot of things I haven't heard of, but if it gets me excited, I know it's going to get other people excited and we need more of that with our relationships we need something you know to try something new to do some things together and so thank you for what you do and I love what you do it's very unique I have to say because I you you see I mean I'm I'm always online looking at different coaches and what they promote and some of the you know the majority it's very, it's, it's the same. I feel like I'm reading the same thing under a different person. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they have the same, like, script, or they pull the same document. <laughs> Copy and paste. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. And it gets yes. boring after a while. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you see the same thing over and over and mm -hmm. over. And I really like this because it, this is something, like, who does this? Nobody. FT does it. And it, it, I, I want to say, like, it actually, you know, when you start, when I think of, like, art and journaling and drawing and, you know, the clay, it's almost like, like an innocent type of thing. Like, you think of, like, your childhood when you had no problems and all you had to do was just your art and just not think of anything else so um, children, not caring like what people that. think forgetting in the world yeah. like your journal and your artworks for yourself so you don't have to worry about what other people think mm -hmm. like, clearly so my clients I do not know what they write inside what they're doing they don't I don't have to know because like I said they're not coming to rely on me it's right. in their things and literally it's just like having fun and getting back into what we have us naturally until we put up those walls and yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, so thank yes. you so much for having me. It's been great speaking to you. Oh, thank you, And guys, we are going to wrap it up. We hope you enjoyed it. You know, show ST some love. And again, if you need a relationship coach, who's better than ST? Nobody, just saying. Coach to make you marry. So, guys, thank you so much. We will see you next time. Be safe, be vigilant, and we love you. Bye.